Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every day, seven days a week, about 13, 14 minutes usually. But even that little bit of time helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow stronger because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on a relationship with God. And boy, that is so important. You know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means. You may help somebody turn their life around and ultimately get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them, but also for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today with everybody you can. We have begun a new line of thought and study. And as I said, I usually begin these, these series of studies with a question. And that's kind of a, you know, a probing question. It gets us thinking. But in this particular case, I, I have started with a, a statement, a challenge. It's time for us as a nation, as a people. And ultimately, that has to begin with each one of us on an individual basis. It's time for us to take back morality. The devil has had his way with our nation for far too long. And even though in many cases it's been incremental steps of going into sinfulness, into wickedness, and even outright evil. He has had his influence continue to accumulate over decades of time. It's time for us to take our morality back as a nation, as a people. And that has to begin, as I said, with each one of us individually. Now, first, we need to come to the, the determination, the mindset, the commitment that we are going to change our life and we're going to turn away from evil. We're going to turn away from sinfulness and we're going to develop a godly character within our own lives. And we're going to let that godly character influence the lives of other people around us. And as that happens, it can have a rippling effect and, and ultimately affect more and more people and a wider span of the geography of wherever we live, in a city or out in a rural area or the state in which we live, the county, whatever. And as that happens more and more across the country, it can have a more positive effect on our nation as a whole, upon our culture. And I keep talking about how culturally, our, 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 our culture is going down the tubes in our nation. And since the culture is the mindset and heart of the nation, as goes the culture, so goes the nation ultimately. Now, stop and think for a moment by way of illustration as to how bad it has become in our country today when we're talking about abstaining from evil, making that commitment, I'm, I'm going to live a righteous life, a godly life, as the Apostle Paul put it in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 11, but you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. Now that word pursue again is an active word and it, it, it demands or speaks of commitment and action on our part. We need to get after being righteous, living a righteous lifestyle, a godly lifestyle, a lifestyle that is foundationed, if you would, in faith in and faithfulness to God. Think about how many people, and you know people like this in your life, I, I can virtually guarantee you, I think all of us do. Think about how many people 
almost the only times they speak of God or Christ is by way of profanity. Now, that might shock you, but it's the truth, isn't it? You know people in your life about the only time they, they speak of God and they speak of Christ is to use their names in some vulg- vulgar, profane, cursing kind of way. And they seem to do that for the sake of, in their mind, it emphasizes whatever statement they're about to make or they're trying to make. They do it in anger a lot of times, but that's no excuse. When they do that, when they, when they almost don't think about God at all, except to use his name in some kind of cursing way as an epithet, think how low we have sunk, how far away from righteousness, godliness, and faith we have digressed. In Galatians 5, verses 22 and 23, the apostle Paul wrote, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Do you think our nation exhibits those characteristics as a national identity? Now, we would want to say, yes, well, yeah, yeah, we do. We Stop and think now. Where are we as a nation? Where are we as a culture? What kind of things are going on? Do you realize that, that entertainment that comes into our homes through television today on a commonplace basis would have not even be, been allowed to be put on the air going back just several decades? Do you realize the kind of literature that is out there all the time? Do you realize the evil, the wickedness, the immorality that is being continually, daily, all day long thrown at us through the internet? Do you realize what our young children are growing up absorbing as they get on social media? You see, over and over again, and look at through the legal systems, how we are being, and and let me tell you, our educational, and that's both on the primary, I say both, it's, it's all on the primary, the high school, and the college level, how are children going through this educational system that we seem to be so proud of, how they're being fed ungodliness, how they're being fed immorality as being good and normal, and that they should accept it and even take part in it if it feels good to them. Immorality abounds in our nation. It's everywhere. Think about the the entertainment industry from, from the perspective of the music industry. What kind of vulgar messages are being communicated through so many of the songs that are out there today? Daughter comes home and says, Dad, Mom, I want to move in with my boyfriend here. And let me tell you, I've seen this in action. Mom and Dad may not give it much more than a wink or a nod. Now, they might give it a little more serious thought than that, but the idea of standing up to their daughter and saying, oh, no, darling, you're not going to do that. You can't do that. Well, why not? Because that's ungodly. That is immoral to do that. What mom and dad would have to 
have more of a moral base in their own hearts and lives, in many cases, to be able to stand up against that immorality that she is proposing entering into in order for them to be able to teach her and insist, no, you're not going to do that. Well, you see, that's where we're at in our nation. Living together, not long ago, it was called shacking up. Now, it's just living, living together. And in some cases, the couple might call themselves married, but they're not. They're certainly not, not even legally, let alone in God's eyes. We need to pursue righteousness. We need to pursue godliness. We need to pursue faith. We need to take back morality from the devil and all of his influences upon our nation. The apostle Peter wrote in 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 5, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue. Do you understand what virtue is? To virtue, knowledge, to knowledge, self-control, to self-control, perseverance, that's endurance again, to perseverance, godliness, godliness. Don't try to redefine godliness. Godliness is living by the teachings of God's word. That's godliness. It's synonym to righteousness. And don't try to redefine righteousness from the perspective of what you see going on around us in our society today, in our culture of our nation. To godliness, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness, love. And then notice what Peter says. For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. And ultimately, if these qualities become the characteristics of our lives on an ongoing basis, we're going to have that home in heaven for all of eternity. There is no immorality in heaven. If we want to be in heaven for all of eternity with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, then we have to take back our morality. The devil's had his way too long. He's got his influence through all the tentacles through which he works all over the country, all through our society, he's destroying our culture. What used to be considered not long ago as wrong is now being taught, and we're being influenced to accept as being right. What used to be seen as bad is now being portrayed as good. What used to be seen as as immoral is now we're being told it's moral, it's good. Surely it must be godly. No, my friends, immorality is immoral all the time. Godliness takes a stand against immorality. Now, I want us next time to start to look at several different aspects or avenues, maybe we should say, of taking back our morality. When we're talking about trying to take back, well, not just trying, being committed to take back the morality in our nation, to throw the immorality out. Now, we can talk about it in general terms of as a nation, but ultimately that comes down to we've got to influence society and our culture. And 
we're talking about people. And to influence people, we have to begin being the first person. We have to take back morality for our lifestyle. We have to give the influence through the way that we live before other people of morality, godliness, faith, righteousness. We'll start to look at these different avenues to be able to do this next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us. Help us to be determined, to make the commitment, to take the stand on morality, to take back our morality from the immoral ways that our culture and our society has fallen into, to take back morality from the devil. Help us, Father. Guide us, and may you be pleased and glorified. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.